welcome to week two. So today we are going to read chapter 37. Now recall what happened at, um, in, in chapter 36. We had Thomas and Teresa meeting for the first time in the glade anyway, um, realizing that they must have been friends at some point before. And then at the end of the chapter, we found out from Newt and Elvie that the maze doors did not close. So now we're starting right after we found out that information. Okay, chapter 37. This starts on page 240, if you want to follow along. Thomas was speechless. Everything would be different now. No sun, no supplies, no protection from the grievers. Teresa had been right from the beginning. Everything had changed. Thomas felt as if his breath had solidified, lodged itself in his throat. Albie pointed at the girl. I want her locked up. Now, Billy, Jackson, put her in the slammer and ignore every word that comes out of her shuck mouth. Teresa didn't react, but Thomas did enough for the both of them. What are you talking about, Albie? Uh, you can't. He stopped when Albie's fiery eyes shot, a, shot such a look of anger at him, he felt his heart stutter. But how could you possibly blame her for the walls not closing? Newt stepped up, lightly placed a hand on Elby's chest and pushed him back. How could we not, Tommy? She bloody admitted it herself. Thomas turned to look at Teresa, paled at the sadness in her blue eyes. It felt like something had reached through his chest and squeezed his heart. Just be glad you ain't going with her, Thomas, Elby said. He gave both of them a last glare before leaving. Thomas had never wanted so badly to punch someone. Billy and Jackson came forward and grabbed Teresa by both arms, starting es started escorting her away. Before they could enter the trees, though, Newt stopped them. Stay with her. I don't care what happens. No one's going to touch this girl. Swear your lives on it. The two guards nodded, then walked away, Teresa in tow. It hurt Thomas even more to see how willingly she went, and he couldn't believe how sad he felt. He wanted to, to keep talking to her. But I just met her, he thought. I don't even know her. Yet, he knew that wasn't true. He already felt a closeness that could only have come from knowing her before the memory wipe, wiped existence of the glade. Come see me, she said in his mind. He didn't know how to do it, how to talk to her like that, but he tried anyway. I will, at least you'll be safe in there. She didn't respond. Teresa, nothing. The next 30 minutes were an eruption of mass confusion. Though there had been no discernible change in the light since the sun and the blue sky hadn't appeared that morning, it still felt like a darkness spread over the glade. As Newton and Albie gathered the keepers and put them in charge of making assignments and getting their groups inside the homestead within the hour, Thomas felt like nothing more than a spectator, not sure how he could help. The builders, without their leader, Galley, who was still missing, were ordered to put up barricades at each open door. They obeyed, although Thomas knew there wasn't enough time and there weren't materials to do much good. It almost seemed to him as if the keepers wanted people busy, wanted to delay the inevitable panic attacks. Thomas helped as the builders gathered every loose item they could. Uh, they could find and piled them in the gaps, nailing things together as best they could. 
It looked ugly and pathetic and scared him to death. No way that keep the grievers out. As Thomas worked, he caught glimpses of the other jobs going on across the glade. Every flashlight in the compound was gathered and distributed to as many people as possible. Newt said he planned for everyone to sleep in the homestead that night and that they'd kill the lights except for emergencies. Frypan's task was to take all the non-perishable food out of the kitchen and store it in the homestead in case they got trapped there. Thomas could only imagine how horrible that'd be. Others were gathering supplies and tools. Thomas saw Minnow carrying weapons from the basement to the main building. Albie had made it clear that they could take no chances. They'd make the homestead their fortress and must do whatever it took to def defend it. Thomas finally snuck away from the builders and helped Minnow carrying up boxes of knives and bar barbed wire wrapped cl clubs. Then Minnow said he had a special assignment from Newt and more or less told Thomas to get lost, refusing to answer any of his questions. This hurt Thomas's feelings, but he left anyway, really wanting to talk to Newt about something else. He finally found him, crossing the glade on his way to the blood house. Newt, he called out, running to catch up. You have to listen to me. Newt stopped so suddenly. Thomas almost ran into him. The older boy turned to give Thomas such an annoyed look, he thought twice about saying anything. Make it quick, Newt said. Thomas almost balked, but sh not sure how to say what he was thinking. You've got to let the girl go. Teresa. He knew that she could only help, that she might still remember something valuable. Ah, uh, glad to know you guys are buddies now. Newt started walking off. Don't waste my time, Tommy. Thomas grabbed his arm. Listen to me. There's something about her. I think she and I were sent here to help end this whole thing. Yeah, end it by letting the bloody grievers waltz in here, kill us. I've heard some sucky plans in my day, Greeny, but that's got them all beat. Thomas groaned, wanting Newt to know how frustrated he felt. No, I don't think that's what it means. The wall's not closing. Newt folded his arms. He looked exasperated. Greeny, what are you yapping about? Ever since Thomas had seen the words on the wall of the maze, World and Catastrophe Kills on Experiment Department, He'd been thinking about them. He knew if there was anyone who would believe him, it would be Newt. I think, I think we're here as part of some weird experiment or test or something like that, but it's supposed to end somehow. We can't live here forever. Whoever sent us here wants it to end, one way or another. Thomas was relieved to get it off his chest. Newt rubbed his eyes, and that's supposed to convince me that everything's jolly and that I should let the girl go? Because she came and everything is suddenly do or die? No, you're missing the point. I don't think she has anything to do with us being here. She's just a pawn. They sent her here as our last tool to, or hint or whatever to help us get out. Thomas took a deep breath. And I think they sent me too. Just because she was the trigger for the ending doesn't make her bad. Newt looked toward the slammer. You know what? I don't fucking care right now. She can handle one night in there. If anything, she'll be safer than us. Thomas nodded, sensing a compromise. Okay, we get through tonight somehow. Tomorrow, when we have a whole day of safety, we can figure out what to do with her. Figure out what we're supposed to do. Newt snorted. Tommy, what's going to make tomorrow any different? It's been two bloody years, you know. Thomas had an overwhelming feeling that all of these changes were a spur, a catalyst for the endgame because now we have to solve it. We'll be forced to. We can't live that way anymore.
day-to-day -day thinking that what matters most is getting back to the glade before the doors close, snug and safe. He thought a minute as he stood there, the bustle of the glader preparations surrounding both of them. Dig deeper. Stay out there while the walls move. Exactly, Thomas said. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And maybe we could barricade or blow up the entrance to the graver hole. Buy time to analyze the maze. Albie's the one who won't let the girl out, Newt said with a nod toward the homestead. That guy is not too high on you, on you two shanks. But right now, we just gotta slim ourselves and get, get to the wake up. Thomas nodded. We can fight him off. Done it before, haven't you, Hercules? Without smiling or even waiting for a response, Newt walked away, yelling at people to finish up and get inside the homestead. Thomas, and, Thomas was happy with the conversation. It had gone about as well as he could have possibly hoped. He, didn't, he decided to hurry and talk to Teresa before it was too late. As he sprinted for the slammer on the backside of the homestead, he watched as the gladers started moving inside, most of them with arms full of one thing or another. Thomas pulled up outside the small jail and caught his breath. Teresa? He finally asked through the barred window of the light, lightless cell. Her face popped up on the other side, startling him. He let out a small yelp before he could stop it. It, it took him a second to recover his wits. You can be downright spooky, you know. That's very sweet, she said. Thanks. In the darkness, her blue eyes seemed to glow like a cat's. You're welcome, he answered, ignoring her sarcasm. Listen, I've been thinking, he paused to gather his thoughts. More than I can say for that Albie schmuck, he muttered. Thomas agreed, or she muttered, excuse me. Thomas agreed, but was anxious to say what he'd come to say. There's got to be a way out of this place. We just have to push it. Stay out of the maze longer. And what you wrote on your arm and what you said about a code. It all has to mean something, right? It has to, he thought. He couldn't help feeling some hope. Yeah, I've been thinking the same thing, but first... Can't you get me out of here? Her hands appeared, gripping the bars of, of the window. Thomas felt the ridiculous urge to reach out and touch them. Well, Newt said maybe tomorrow. Thomas was just glad he'd gotten that much of, of a concession. You'll have to make it through the night in there. It might actually be the safest place in the glade. Thanks for asking him. Should be fun sleeping on this cold floor. She motioned behind her with her thumb. With the thumb. Though I guess a griever can't squeeze through the, this window so I'll be happy, right? The mention of Griever surprised him. He didn't remember talking about them to her yet. Teresa, are you sure you've forgotten everything? She thought a second. It's weird, I guess. I do remember some stuff, unless I just heard people talking while I was in the coma. Well, I guess it doesn't matter right now. I just wanted to see you before I, I went inside for the night, but he didn't want to, want to leave. He almost wished he could get thrown in the slammer with her. He grinned inside. He could only imagine Newt's response to that request. Tom, Teresa said. Thomas realized he was staring off in a daze. Oh, sorry, yeah? Her hand slipped back inside, disappeared. All he could see were her eyes, the pale glow of her white skin. I don't know if I can do this, stay in this jail all night. Thomas felt an incredible sadness. He wanted to steal Newt's keys and help her escape but he knew that was ridicu a ridiculous idea. She'd just have to suffer and make do. 
He stared into, into those glowing eyes. At least it won't get completely dark. Looks like we're stuck with this twilight junk 24 hours a day now. Yeah, she looked past at the homestead, then focused on him again. I'm a tough girl, I'll be okay. Thomas felt horrible leaving her there, but he knew he had no choice. I'll make sure that I'm, I'll make sure they let you out first thing tomorrow, okay? She smiled, making him feel better. That's a promise, right? Promise. Thomas tapped his right temple. And if you get lonely, you can talk to me with your trick all you want. I'll try to answer back. He accepted it now, almost wanted it. He just hoped he could figure out how to talk back so they could have a conversation. You'll get it soon, Teresa said in his mind. I wish. He stood there really not wanting to leave at all. You better go, she said. I don't want your brutal murder on my conscience. Thomas managed his own smile at that. All right, see you tomorrow. And before he could change his mind, he slipped away, heading around the corner toward the front door of the homestead. Just as the last couple gladers were entering, Newt shooing them in like an errant, like errant chickens. Thomas stepped inside as well, followed by Newt, who closed the door behind him. Just before it latched shut, Thomas thought he heard the first eerie moan of the grievers coming from somewhere deep in the maze. The night had begun. Right, that's the 